You're listening to the Better in Boomcast. Hosted by the Boon EDC. Hi everyone, it's Molly Whitehead from the Boone EDC. I am joined today by Terry Rake, owner of Titus Bakery. Terry, thank you. Thanks for having me. So, Titus Bakery, been a mainstay in Lebanon for, gosh, well, since 1980. 1980. But, but before that, back in the 50s, 1950s and ni- through to 1960s, it was my grandfather's bakery. There was a Titus Bakery. In Lebanon. Yes, it was called Titus Pastry Shop. Titus Pastry Shop in yes. 50s to 60s yes. ish. Yes. And then there was what, a break? Um, actually, it was Cliff Leopard. There was Leopard's Bakery. Okay. Um, so there were two bakeries in town, and he bought my grandfather out in 1980. Okay, and then yeah. it became Titus Bakery. Yeah, again. actually, yeah, my dad, it was Titus Pastry. Titus Pastry. And then when I bought my dad out, I changed the name to Bakery. Hmm. I didn't yeah, know any of this. There you go. A lot really? of that pre well, a lot of that predates me. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that was a scoop. And then you've had enormous growth the past several years. You've opened yes. up a Westfield location. You're in um, Reynolds, Reynolds thank you. Mm-hmm. Up in towards Atlanta, right? Two hundred and seventy sixth Street okay. and um, US thirty one. And it's actually the main location for Reynolds Farm Equipment. So okay. it's really a unique location for us. Okay. Being inside the with all the tractors and all the What made you make that move? Um, They actually contacted us. They were good customers of ours, and they they had already had a little cafe in there. And so they were looking for somebody to come in and manage that because at the time they were managing that. And um, so they were wanting to go a different direction. And so what's kind of cool about us being in there, we could sell the same products. I mean, we offer the same products we do here, but we do breakfast sandwiches up there. Oh. So, yeah, you could get a yeast donut with an egg on it and, you know, a piece of ham or bacon and cheese. Do you do breakfast sandwiches here? No. Why not? I think my staff would kill me. Really? Yes. (laughs) It's just a whole different ballgame. I mean, we don't have the equipment. You all can't see this if you're, obviously, you're listening. I have this horrified look. I would would eat there all the time if you did. I know. I just, you know, it's just, it would, it's a whole different situation. Sticking to donuts in in Lebanon for now then. Donuts, sandwiches, cakes, cookies. And by sandwiches, lunch sandwiches. Yes, yes. So then, how how long have you been really in the business? Then you said your dad bought it back in the eighties. Yeah, he did, and uh, it was located on South Street, so down the street from the IGA in that little tiny building. I don't know if folks remember. Um, it's it's no longer there. The building. Okay. Um, but that's where Cliff, it was Leopard's Bakery. And it was across from the old middle school, Lebanon Middle okay. School. That was Memory Hall. Okay, right there. okay. And so when my father bought it, then I was like a senior in high school. Okay. So I worked in there just for a short time and um, decided to move on and do other things. And so that's what I did. So it wasn't until 2011 that uh, my dad decided to retire, okay. and that's when I I was not ready before that. 
but to, to manage something like this. Yeah. But, but then I, I decided, yeah, I could probably do this. So I bought him at, out at the end of 2012. Okay. Yeah. So talk to us about being a small business owner. So what you expected, what challenges have you run into? Okay. What's your advice oh, for okay. aspiring small business owners? Well, I think if you're going to go into business for yourself, you have to be willing to give it your all. So it pretty much consumes your life. It really does. So, uh, you know, you can't go in thinking, oh, maybe I'll do this part-time because right. it's just not Take this work. day off. Or, yes. you know. So you, you really need to be able to give it all you've got. And um, it, it, I think be a detailed person. You need to be able to look at each aspect of the business. Um, for me, analyzing everything. See, um, you know, what uh, where you can cut corners. And then, of course, challenges, uh, probably like with any business, is you is the labor market. Mm-hmm. Uh, making sure you get good employees and make sure employees want to stay. And so um, that's another challenge. And then, of course, um, with the cost of goods. Yeah. You know, we've been having to juggle uh, after the pandemic. You know, your labor, you've had to juggle. And then now you've had to do your expenses. Correct. And just trying to control that. So, um, other than that, just making sure everybody follows the course and, you know, keep doing what they're supposed to be doing and putting out good product. Had you worked at Titus yeah, before you I, well, bought it? Well, I was it? a senior in high school. Okay. But, you know, all I was doing was icing donuts and mopping floors. So, when you purchased it then? Yo, it was a learning experience. I was going to say, you, like, you had to learn yeah. or relearn yeah. how to make donuts I, I then. Mean, yeah, my dad uh, took me around and gave me the scoop and... And then it was just kind of jumping in and, and tackling it. But I had had a marketing background, okay. so for me, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I, I knew what I the changes I wanted to make, and uh, also listening to your customers too, seeing what the needs are, and seeing if you can make that happen. So uh, for me, it was kind of a natural thing okay. to buy my father out and jump into it. I I mean, we're almost operating twenty four hours. A day so there are um, there's things that we do the day before to prep for the next day and so our staff I mean again we have an evening crew and we have a really early morning crew that comes in and they're usually in there 3 a.m. 3 30 a.m. really to 4 a.m. yeah and you know they're turning on their equipment um, you know they're getting all the products ready to make and then um, yeah how long does it take to make a Pershing? Well, gosh, it's, you're kind of asking me top secret information here. It starts with the dough. You know, and there's just a whole series of steps to make a Pershing. We're going to leave it at that. Yeah, We're not going to give it. away any of your secrets. And then of I, just assume, yeah. I just assume that, like, you've got your donut dough, and yeah. there it is, no, and there's your takes, icing. It takes a while, and everything is handmade, so, I mean, it's right. like human hand touches the product. But, yeah, it's rolled by hand. Secret recipe, though. Tell me, what's your favorite donut? I like all of them. No. <laughs> Not a good enough answer. Well, I got to tell you, I like the Bismarck with the white fluff. With the chocolate icing or maple. That's okay. kind of one of one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. I like the Pershing. Pershing, yeah. It, well, that's our number one. You can't, go, you can't go wrong with that yeah. one. I, I, you know, they're just all good. I, but if I, if the, my go-to donut, that's the one I'm going to eat. Okay. Do you have to, like... Hold yourself back. 
I mean, I'd be eating donuts every day. Uh, you know, I got to taste the product. Make sure it tastes. You probably product. get tired of it, though. No, be, no. Not at all. Uh-uh. Like, still love donuts as yeah, much as. Of course. Okay, that's good to yeah, hear. Yeah, but I can't eat anybody else's. You know, after eating that horse. Right. All right, so Terry, you do a lot of events throughout the year. Tell us about one of your biggest days coming up. Oh my gosh, the largest event of the year is National Donut Day, and it happens to be this Friday, June 2nd. Okay. Uh, and, and this is uh, in combination with the Salvation Army, so it's a fundraiser for the Salvation Army, but it actually started back in the early wars where the donut gals. And, and they had a costume that they wore. They supplied donuts to the troops. And so every year is a big deal, this National Donut Day. So what Titus does at our uh, Lebanon location is we have a, a gal there starting at 6 a.m. and she's in period clothing and she's handing out donut holes to our customers till like noon. And then we also have a citywide scavenger hunt in town. So uh, I know a lot of the kids in town look forward yeah. to that. Um, and then, of course, Salvation Army is there collecting, you know, donations. But all of our stores will have a little little something going on. Yeah. But it's a big deal. It is like a frenzy. I had no Don't idea the history behind the day. day. I, I've seen yeah. pictures before yes. of somebody wearing period clothing. Yep. And I've always been like... What is that? Why in the world? Yeah. Now, That's I've, it. I've never gone into detail but now i'm gonna have to do yeah. a little bit of research national donut day biggest right. day of the year for us all right so, yeah so get you some donuts okay we will what does the future look like for titus maintaining okay Main- no more no more storage you uh, not make- right at the moment okay i mean maybe in the future who knows um but right now maintaining and making sure we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and putting out a good product well terry thank you for joining us i have I've learned a lot today about how donuts are or aren't made. Um, You know, we've got Donut Day, National Donut Day coming up June 2nd. So make sure you participate in that at all of the locations. But we're obviously biased towards Lebanon. And, uh, yeah, just we appreciate you. you. I appreciate it. Have a good time. Thank you. Thank you.